0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: Yeah. And the, the NBA is a league with a short memory. You know, there was a time when, especially among Nets fans, even, you know, Ben Simmons was a genuine menace like, he was genuinely, like you said, a three-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, debates over him and Joel Embiid. He he was he was that player. And this, to me, doesn't read as something similar, although the narratives may be, to a Russell Westbrook situation, where Russell Westbrook is clearly on the decline of his career, right? Russell Westbrook was that MVP-caliber player. I, I mean, as the, the
2: punching bag and the guy as that the, everybody's going to mock. No, right.
1: Narrative-wise, moment. it is. Yeah. But Ben Simmons isn't someone that you have to regard in that way because he has so much time ahead of him he has so much of a chance to get himself back to that to that form and it's a hot take league we live in it's a hot take culture hot take society whatever social media is ruling the day but what what i worry about is that infecting nets fans and i i have already seen that it has infected nets fans because it's okay if that's the national media talking about that but as soon as your own fans start to turn on you as soon as your own fans of your team start to turn on you i think that's really when it starts to it starts to click i would say probably you know in, in his head and that's something that ben has has you know admittedly struggled with the the mental side of the game and that's something that is is really important and to acknowledge and to and to you know to foster and to take care of uh particularly with with the way social media works uh you know in in 2022 so I think that's what what really needs to change is that Nets fans they can't they can't fall victim to that trap and athletes they notice these things we and Keith you're a big Yankee fan obviously you saw I, I don't know who the quote was from but uh, Yankee fans being shocked that Aaron Judge got boos uh, during the most recent playoffs it's <laughs> something that affects them when their own fans turn on them it's something big so Nets fans play better to play better you know, <laughs> I don't know though because if if, if you're going to be affected by that like. I don't know. Nets fans want to be a good team. You, and if the, you more, the more you start doing Ben Simmons, the you more you start Ben Simmons, the
2: worse the team is gonna be. But, but there's a there's a line between coddling and and being fair. Giving him I a life isn't coddling. you know? No, yeah, but, but the whole like I mean he does have to play better. Keith is right in that sense. Play better. You know, like how do you how do you silence it? Play better. That's the solution to, to... Ooh, play better. Improve. And he is playing better. He but is. If, and and, and you're honing
1: in on one aspect, though. Don't
3: get me wrong, Hudson. Uh, that's also going from, like, the Yankees. You got to play better. I'm in the stadium when the fans boo them. Sometimes they're just booing them, making the last out. With Ben Simmons, I don't think Nets fans are going to boo him. But what it is is he – there were Nets fans expecting him to help against the Celtics last year. <laughs> he definitely wasn't ready to enter that series when the Nets got swept. He – You know, they said he left the group chat. No, he wasn't even ready to go then. So now, after all of this time and going into this year, I think there are Nets fans that are waiting to see the value in Ben Simmons, and it's not there yet. But the Nets team, even Kyrie, Kyrie came out and said, you guys want to come in here and ask me every day about Ben? We're on his ass. We're on his shit every day. But we're giving him positive affirmations. Like, they're working with him. They know, right? These are hoopers that know. And you guys know, if you... If you don't step on the court for a couple months, your handle's not the same. Your shot is off. Your reflexes, how you react to things on the court, right? Anybody in the chat that hoops. And we are not NBA players. So imagine the highest level of competition and you haven't played in 470 days. You're not going to be right in five games. This guy needs a whole month until we can see him get back. And he has flashes, right? He has it. He makes good passes. Um we just need him to do a little bit more, and it will come with time. But honestly, I think what's going to happen here, uh, we already mentioned Dayron Sharp. I said he played 14 and a half minutes in the first game, 13 minutes in the second game. Let's move on to the third game, the Dallas Mavericks game that we watched last night. Dayron Sharp got a DMP. And you're facing Luka, another MVP candidate. You're facing Jason Kidd, another Top coach in the league, a top basketball mind, one of the greatest, obviously Jason Kidd, uh former former Brooklyn net, we all we all remember. So, you know, or New Jersey net and Brooklyn net coach. So you go into this game at home, Spencer Dinwiddie back and Luca and the shooters that he has around him. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at this game. They they competed last night, but I didn't ever think they were gonna win. Even when it got late, I'm like, You're you're gonna get out coached? It's a make or miss league. They're they're making shots. Royce O'Neal coming from the Bucks game, he had misses in that Bucks game, and I know they want they want to rely on him. They want to have confidence and faith in him, but he missed a bunch of shots down the stretch, missing shots from the Bucks game. They went five minutes without hitting a shot in the fourth quarter. You're not gonna win like that. And then the same thing carried over to the Dallas Mavericks game. Even though they were able to force OT, it's just not enough. Uh, 41 from Luca. He had his way. He was mad when, uh, when kid called that timeout late. He wanted to, you know, finish them in, in regulation. It goes to overtime. And the biggest thing in overtime, I think they hit three threes or back-to-back threes. And you just see them coming off screens, guys wide open, hits the shot versus the Nets that are trying to improvise and draw something up or make it up on the fly. And they can't get the ball in the basket.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think... That's why any encouragement um, has a disclaimer, just because you you expect the the Nets to lose those games every time. And eventually, that result needs to flip. You can't just always expect them to lose those type of games. Uh, I like like the fact that Royce O'Neal is shooting it without hesitation, whether it's going in or not. There was one he took at the the, the top of the key that I was just like, it missed, but I was like, good shot. You know, like he took it in rhythm. He wasn't afraid to shoot it. You got to let it fly because you hurt your team when you don't let the open shots fly. You no, know, that's one of the reasons Ben Simmons hurts the team was when he's out there and he's not even looking at the basket or he's not, you know, all I want from Ben, I don't care how many points he scores. All I want him is to attempt the shots that he can make, you know, like just attempt them when they're there. And that's why the Kyrie thing blew up. How many times has that happened to you on a court where somebody else like I've had it happen to me because, you know, I'm I'm more comfortable with the jump shot than I am in, in the paint as I've gotten older. And if I, I pass up on a layup, people are going to say you got to shoot the ball, you know, and, and that's what, what Kyrie was saying to Ben on that play. But I think some of what you got at Keith is going to help the Nets going forward because it'll put Ben in a position to succeed if he's playing in a big spot more. It'll put Claxton in a position to succeed if he's getting more minutes without Ben on the floor. And I think when you bring Seth Curry in, who's a proven knockdown shooter, that can help with that. I think TJ Warren might be the biggest wild card because he's the guy with the most potential to be a third player who can just sort of score and create when things get tough because you're never going to feel confident when it's – Joe Harris or Royce O'Neal barreling to the basket. <laughs> like Anytime you see that happening your, in your head, you're going, no! You'd rather Kyrie be taking a fall-away three. But David Duke,
1: though. <laughs> David Duke Jr.
2: I, I yeah, like, to, good to, I see like to see him from Sumner. So, because the Nets need somebody who's going to take the ball to the rack. They don't have anybody yeah. who's taking the ball to the rack.
3: In the Bucks game, Ed, Edmund Sumner comes in and he's a, an immediate impact. He has seven points in five minutes and then you don't see him again.
2: Well, Nash got ejected. I, I did. I do think he said that after yeah, the like maybe by the time. He, so I can't put that on Nash. I mean, the same
1: with Yuta, though.
2: He, well, he, yeah, he, yeah, but Luca was going at Yuta. I mean, Luke, uh, look, uh, he he's a good player. I like him as an addition, but he was also on the floor, and Luca was you know picking on him. It, that that's what he was trying to diagnose every play when he's coming down. He's like, get this guy on me. So you know that that's that factors in too. I, I think with Nash, I've seen some encouraging signs. From the, the the competitive spirit of the team, particularly from Kyrie. By the way, let me let me give Kyrie a little credit. Kyrie's been slaying hard. He wants to play both ends. He wants to have a complete season. He's been the Nets' best player so far. He's playing both ends of the floor. I have no complaints with, with this version of, of Kyrie Irving. kd uh, you know, is kd I think he needs to be a little bit stronger with the ball. I'd like him to make a little bit more of an impact on defense. But overall, you're, you're not worried about kd Nash. um they're, they're playing with a little bit more of a competitive spirit. It looks like he's about to make an adjustment that I think will be good for the team. He, he got himself kicked out of the, the game. My biggest complaint with Nash right now, whether this is his fault or not, is just that the same issues as we talked about at the beginning of the show are rearing their head over and over again where the, the Nets can't secure the ball and they, they can't get stops. And that will eventually be what is his undoing more than anything else if, if they don't get a turn around. But the, the schedule's about to soften. This is the most important stretch of the season coming up because these are games that they they need to win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh I think one interesting point uh that you you kind of alluded to at the end. What's up with Kevin Durant's handle? He's Lazy, he's been losing the ball,
3: sloppy he, sometimes. It's turning, been
1: it's it's been, been, it's been, been, killing it's been interesting too. to see. And like yeah, like you said Keith, it's it's on one hand, you have so many self-inflicted wounds, whether it's maybe fouls that shouldn't go the Nets' way, you know, whatever, but the turnovers. The turnovers are, are something that, boy, I, don't, I hope the Nets don't develop a reputation as a team that, you know, is liable to turn the ball over in a serious way, but, uh, you know, to me, it, it's starting to feel, it's starting to feel like it, it might be going that direction, but, again, the only takeaway I can have from this game is that 125 points is great if your opponent doesn't put up 135, Right. You, you can't you can't allow points like that. It, Robin, I see you got something to say. Yeah,
2: well, could, you hit on it, though, with the turnover. Basketball's a game of possessions, fundamentally. It's a game of possessions. You know, each team has a certain amount of possessions in the game. So sometimes the, the Nets' first-line defense isn't even that bad, but when you're turning the ball over as often as they do and you're giving up as many second chances as often as they do, I promise you, you go back through the box scores and you just look at field goal attempts, and the team that they're playing is going to have more field goal attempts because they're getting more possessions. And, and KD's turnovers are not normal turnovers; they're bad ones because it almost always leads to a layup for the other team. So I, I think yeah. that that's something he really needs to secure the ball better and, and set the tone in that regard. But yeah, that that's what I, I was getting at is, is part of it's not even just defense; it's the fact that you know in a game of possessions, when one team's getting more than the other, it's, it's gonna it's gonna show up on the scoreboard.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.